Hello and welcome to Spoilerama. This is Juana Musket, yes, that annoying Australian, once again sitting in very briefly for the inimitable Marina Gorski, uh, now Mrs. Marina Gorski Martin, and the equally inimitable Mick Jordan Brown Smith Bergman Bogart, as he now likes to be called. Um, yeah, so while Marina was off getting married last week, and by the time this goes to air, she's no doubt sinking Brazilian coladas on the exotic beach somewhere. Congrats again to you and Mr. Marina Gorski. And Mick is celebrating a significant milestone, birthday, uh, happy half century Mick. They asked me to do a quick review of Maudie. And as you probably remember, they've already reviewed it as they saw it earlier in the year at the Dublin Film Festival. And it went straight to their top five films of the year, receiving a perfect 10 from Marina and a perfect five stars from Mick. So it's safe to say I had pretty high expectations, and we have to be careful about expectations. Um, and because they've already reviewed it, I won't talk too much about the plot, and I'll just focus on the context in which I saw it and how it was received down here. So the Australian audience seeing an Irish film set in Canada about Canadian folk artist Maud Lewis, aka Maudie. Um, I saw the film on the opening night in at Perth's Windsor Cinema, which is my local, and it's also one of Perth's very gorgeous Art Deco cinemas. Um, so I took a little uh, snippet of the cinema as I walked in, which you can find on the Spoilerama Facebook page. Um, a very scintillating 16 seconds of high quality vision, that is. Um, and for anyone with friends or relatives who live in Perth, there's actually an exhibition on at the moment in the Museum of Perth about the history of Perth's art Deco Cinemas, which is also worth a look if you fancy telling your friends and fam. Anyway, <laughs> um, we've also been discussing on Facebook from time to time, uh, well, because I attend a lot of opening nights and things here, and we take our film festivals and special events pretty seriously down here, so there's often food and booze and entertainment or an immersive experience where you get a little goodie bag and it's all set to the theme of the particular film. So on this occasion we had a local folk-ish, a musician, Tanya Martin, accompanied by her guitarist, um, playing a set in the cinema um, before the film. And if you fancy that, you can also view the first song of theirs on the Spoilerama Facebook page, because I took a little video of that as well. Right, so on with the film. Um, so what can I say about Maudie that hasn't already been said? Well, oh my goodness. It's 24 hours later and I'm still trying to compose myself to get my thoughts down. Um, so here's how it was kind of pitched to the Australian audience. The, the text on the Facebook event page um, said, Celebrate the very best of folk art and music at the opening of Maudie. Um, though set in the past, Maudie speaks to the present in many ways. This is, after all, a tale of a woman asserting herself as a generator of both art and commerce. But it is also a story of the power of creativity to transform a life and touch the soul. Yes, well, it very much did that. <laughs> um, that last sentence really rang true for me, particularly the way in which it, was not, it not only transformed her life, but how she, through her art and through the person she was, transformed Everett who I have to talk about because he really drove me crazy. I was struggling with him for a lot of the film. Um, 
look, I get that he was who he was and it's based on a real person. So they had to be true to that and it was of a particular time. But far out, he made me fucking angry. Really, really angry. Which, of course, is what he was meant to do. Um, but I think witnessing his kind of that kind of behaviour in this era, even though domestic violence and emotional and physical abuse is still very sadly very much a thing, it was pretty excruciating to watch at times and just some of the things he said to her were just horrific. Um, so Ethan Hawke was doing a pretty bloody good job there. But, you know, some parts I kind of felt he was being a little bit like mimicking Brokeback Mountain's Heath Ledger character just a little bit he was sort of the whole stifled emotion and lack of expression because he couldn't express his feelings properly because he's a big man that sort of very different context obviously um but yeah there's some of it was a bit not obvious acting I don't know there's something about it was a bit funny for me and then of course yeah that's why it was so gut-wrenching at the end when he realises his emotions and yes we know you loved her but far out you're a fucking motherfucker along the way um so on <laughs> on more of the lighter stuff some of the scenes that I really liked um that were funny that made me laugh or were kind of just really touching uh the chicken scene was adorable hilarious and quite horrific as well um the post wedding dance where they the line about the two odd socks I thought was just beautiful and the line the whole of life already framed was just perfect because when she said that at the first the first time she said that and she's sitting in the window looking out I thought well that's gorgeous and it really stood out to me as a line just I thought oh that's a really poignant thing to say and then when they used it right at the end I was like yep exactly perfect beautiful um I really liked the way it was shot the way they'd pan out and then stop at a particular scene and then that would be one of her paintings. So it was kind of a cute way to do that. Um, and the angles and close-ups to show just how painful her condition was. That was incredible and obviously, ouch, very painful. Um, and while that in itself, her rheumatoid arthritis was ever-present, it certainly did not define her at all. And even that's what her horrible family and society at the time had tried to kind of focus on um she was just the exact opposite of that like rising above enormous amounts of shit just day-to-day crap to truly embrace life and its simplicities and just get by and enjoy the basic necessities um and how love triumphed all of those things um I thought she was really funny obviously she was sassy she's she was quite childlike the way she kind of answered back at him or snapped like funny little retorts like without being childish it was childlike but not childish so I thought that was pretty funny um clever um really early on in the film it was really strange I felt like I really knew her um I don't know why because I don't own any of her art and I didn't think I'd heard of her before or knew her knew her story but she just seemed really familiar so maybe I do had known about her or you know just recognized her art or something um it was also pretty funny that Mick had pointed out to me that there was no mention of 
the film being Irish in the Australian promo and that there's nothing particularly Irish about the film, obviously, because it's said in Canada about a Canadian person. But in some ways, I actually thought it could have been said in Ireland. It had a really Irish feel about it to me. Um, the way she dressed, like her dress sense, I guess. Um, and look, Mick, I don't want to get you all excited, but she was certainly wearing an awful number of cardigans. Um, and their cute little house, like a quaint, could have been like a quaint Irish cottage. The simplicity of their life, um, all set to this magnificent scenery, this backdrop that could have very well been the, you know, the same harsh, rugged Irish landscape. And I actually loved how the the scenery and the mountains and all that was a character in itself. And I loved how they showed the various seasons of, um, a, to represent different stages of their life as well. Um, and I can't finish without talking about the, the feels, the emotions. Um, I was very engaged um, through all the, the funnies, the highs, the lows. And I was doing really well until she was in bed and she looked over at Everett and said, I was loved. I was loved. I just, that got me. Um, I had tears <laughs> rolling down my face and a lump in my throat. Just pressing so hard against my skin, I thought I'd grown an Adam's apple. I was like, damn you, script writer, you got me. It was bloody beautiful. And it made me walk out of the cinema, wiping tears with my head down. And I went straight home to my husband and my dogs and gave them all cuddles and snuggled into my husband's chest. And I was like crying all over again. And he's like, what's wrong with you? I was like, oh, it was just, you know, it was a beautiful film, but it was really, really sad. Um, so I guess for me, it's the kind of film that will make you go home or whatever that means to you. Go to your people, your tribe, and remember how much you love them and are loved. So that's my thoughts on Mordy. Um, a little bit emotional there. Um, Mix asked me to give it a rating, which I haven't really done before. I don't know whether to use Marina's 1 to 10 scale or Mix star rating, but I think I'll go with the stars and I'll give it a nice even four stars. Um, thanks again for listening and the glorious Marina Gorski and Mr Mick Jordan will be back to grace the airwaves next week. Gorma Huggett, good night. Hello there, Charles. Sister, <laughs> I sold the house. Our house? Maud, Mom left it to me. I'd look after it. You can't look after yourself. I'd get a job or something. A job? A job doing what? I don't know. Thinking about hiring a woman to help around the house. I want to put up a sign, you know, looking for a housemaid. be nice for you to have someone around here. Let me tell you how it is. There's me, them dogs, them chickens, then you. Do you want me here, don't you? Because I'll walk out right now. I told you you could paint fairies on the wall. I think it looks all right. Did you paint that happy little chicken? Yeah. I wanted to remember his happier days. How much? What's your price? Five dollars. Not selling that one. Already sold. I'm finished it. You can find Maud Lewis selling her paintings from the front steps of her little house 
here in Marshalltown, Nova Scotia. Mm. Can I get you to look towards the camera this way, Mr. Lewis? And smile, maybe? You can do much better than me. Then everything I want with you, have. A window. I love a window. The whole of life already framed. <laughs>